ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار اما بعد فاوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله عز وجل فهي النجاه فهي النجاه غدا والمن جاءت ابدا قال الله تعالى وينجي الله الذين اتقوا بمفازتهم لا يمسهم السوء ولا هم يحزنون ايها المسلمون i advise myself and yourselves first and foremost with the taqwa of allah azza wa jal for it is our safe haven tomorrow and it is our safety eternally as allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and allah will deliver those who are mindful of him those who had taqwa of him to their place of ultimate triumph no evil will touch them nor will they grieve ma'ashir al-mu'minina wal-mu'minat ka'adatihi ya'ti sari'an wa yamdi sari'an wa ha nahnu nuwaddi'u shahru ramadan al-mubarak bi naharihi al-jamil wa layalihi al-atirah ha nahnu nuwaddi'u shahru al-qur'an wa sabr والتقوى شهر العزه والكرامه والجهاد شهر الصدقه والرحمه شهر المغفره والعتق من النار معاشر المؤمنين والمؤمنات ازت ايزينس كاستم رمضان از كام اند ات هاز ليفت اس كويكلي اند يو وي ار بيدينغ فيرويل تو ذا مانث اوف رمضان ذا بليسد مانث اوف رمضان its beautiful days and its blessed nights we bid farewell to the month of quran the month of sabr the month of taqwa the month of honor and nobility and the month of jihad the month of sadaqah and rahmah the month of forgiveness and the month of freeing from the hellfire indeed the month of ramadan has left and we bid it farewell with the deeds that we performed in it whether good or bad the days are like safes or vaults when our deeds are preserved by which we will be called on the day of qiyamah 
as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says يَوْمَ تَجِدُ كُلُّ نَفْسٍ مَا عَمِلَتْ مِنْ خَيْرٍ مُحْضَرًا وَمَا عَمِلَتْ مِنْ سُوءٍ تَوَدُّ لَوْ أَنَّ بَيْنَهَا وَبَيْنَهُ أَمَدًا بَعِيدًا Watch for the day when every soul will be presented with whatever good it has done and it will wish that its evil deeds or its misdeeds were far off and far away on that day our Lord will call and he will say يَا عِبَادِي إِنَّمَا هِيَ أَعْمَالُكُمْ أُحْسِيهَا لَكُمْ ثُمَّ أُوَفِّيكُمْ إِيَّاهَا O my servants, it is but your deeds that I record for you and then recompense you for. فَمَنْ وَجَدَ خَيْرًا فَلْيَحْمَدِ اللَّهِ So whomsoever finds goodness in his scales, in his book of deeds, then let him praise Allah. وَمَنْ وَجَدَ غَيْرَ ذَلِكَ فَلَا يَلُومَنَّ إِلَّا نَفْسَهُ رَوَاهُ مُسْلِمُ Whomsoever finds other than goodness, then let him blame none but himself. Ramadan was like a souk, like a marketplace that opened and then it closed its doors. Whomsoever profited therein has profited. And whomsoever made a loss has made a loss. Whomsoever did good deeds, let him praise Allah. And let him ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept his deeds. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala la yudhi'u ajra man ahsana amala He does not cause the deeds of those who do good deeds to be wasted. And whomsoever committed evil, then let him turn to Allah in repentance. For the doors of tawbah are open until his death comes. Wallahu yuhibbu tawwabin And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he loves those who turn and repent to him. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us for whatever has passed and all, all of our slips and that he grants us success to turn to him in tawbah before our time comes. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Ayyuhal Ahibbah. Indeed, in the passing of Ramadan lies a great lesson and a reminder for the believer. We enjoyed the nights and the days of Ramadan and now that it has passed, it's something like a fantasy. Those days have left never ever to return. All we have of those days are the deeds that we performed therein. Similarly, our lives are passing us by, getting us closer to our specified time, our death, and all we will have to show will be our deeds. قال الحسن البصري رحمه الله ابن آدم إنما أنت أيام إذا ذهب يومك ذهب بعضك Hassan al-Basri rahimahullah, he said, O son of Adam, you are but a number of days. When your days go by, a part of you goes by. All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who bestowed his favors upon us, allowing us to complete this month of fasting. All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who assisted us in standing in the night prayers. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to return Ramadan upon Ramadan upon us in the best of our in the best state of health and iman. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Indeed, we learned a great deal from this month of Ramadan. Over the past nights and days, we learned that we are capable of so much more. We learned that we are strong enough to curb our desires and to strive in the worship of Allah. And this is from the great lessons of Ramadan upon the Muslim. This is from the Madrasa of Ramadan. 
from the madrasa of Ramadan is that we learned we are able to recite the Quran on a daily basis. So let us be of those who do not desert the Quran throughout the rest of the year. Uthman ibn Affan, Amirul Mu'mineen, radiallahu anhu, he said, I dislike that a day comes and I have not spent time looking into the Mus'haf. I dislike that one day of my life passes by and that I have not spent time looking into the book of Allah. Likewise, O Muslimin, not a day should go by except that we make an effort to sit with the book of Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, وَقَالَ الرَّسُولُ يَا رَبِّ إِنَّ قَوْمِ اتَّخَذُوا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ مَهْجُورًا The Messenger has cried out and said, O oh my Lord, my people have indeed received this Qur'an with neglect. They have deserted this book. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not make us of those who desert the Qur'an. From the madrasa of Ramadan, we learned that we are capable of standing at night and praying the night prayers. Taraweeh, Qiyamul Layl, Tahajjud. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he encouraged us with the night prayers throughout the entire year and he said alaykum bi qiyamil layl fa innahu da'bu salihin qablakum wa huwa qurbatun ila rabbikum wa mukaffiratun lis-sayyi'at wa manhatun lil-ithm he said hold fast to qiyamul layl hold fast unto qiyamul layl for it is the practice of the righteous people before you and indeed qiyamul layl is a means of closeness to allah it's a means of prevention from sin an expiation for your bad deeds and a barrier for the body against disease. If Qiyamul Layl becomes hard upon you or you find yourself tired, try at least to pray two raka'at before you sleep wherein you recite at least 10 verses of the Quran. For Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Man qama bi ashri ayatin lam yuktab min al-ghafilin. Whomsoever stands at night Reciting regularly, he prays regularly at night, reciting 10 ayat of the Quran. He will not be recorded from among the ghafileen, the heedless or the negligent. Whoever stands regularly at night and recites 100 verses, he will be recorded from among those who are obedient to Allah. And whoever prays at night regularly, reciting 1000 ayat, he will be recorded among those who receive huge rewards. Akhrajahu Abu Dawood. From the madrasa of Ramadan, we found it easy to pray Salatul Witr every night. Yet Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam encouraged this salah every single day throughout the year. And he said, Inna allaha witrun yuhibbul witra. Indeed, Allah, he is witr. He is one, he is uneven. And he loves that which is witr. So perform witted, O people of the Qur'an. Perform witted, O believers of the Qur'an. Rawahu Abu Dawood. In a hadith, he advised Abu Hurairah, radiallahu anhu, wherein he said, Awsani Khalili, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, bithalathin la ada'ahunna fi safarin wa la hadar. My close friend, my Khalil, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam advised me with three things that I will never leave off. Not in travel, nor when I'm resident. Raka'atay al-Duha, the two raka'at of Duha. Wa sawm thalathata ayyam. 
and fasting for three days every month. Wala anam illa ala witr, and that I do not sleep except after having prayed witr. Rawahul Bukhari. From the madrasa of Ramadan, we manage to preserve our tongues and suppress our anger by saying, whenever being annoyed, inni sa'im, I am fasting. Whoever maintains this throughout the year, then for him Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever restrains his anger, when he is able to implement it, Allah will call him before all of creation on the day of Qiyamah and will give him his choice of any of the hurul ayn that he wants. From the madrasa of Ramadan, we discovered levels of piety and warah that we did not know we had. We even in precise, detailed issues, we feared Allah. We found some people asking questions. I smelled some oud and I then felt it in my throat. Is my fast still valid? Some people swallowed the phlegm and said, Sheikh, is my fast still valid? I was drinking water just as the Mu'adhin started the, mu'ad, the Adhan of Fajr. Is my fast, my fast still valid? We say, MashaAllah, Tabarakallah. To those who've reached these levels of piety, we encourage you to remain steadfast and to never miss prioritize. Do not be like those who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in small, finer issues, but then openly and without shame fail or to fail to avoid the major sins. Gahal al Khawarij, similar to that of the Khawarij. To whom Abdullah ibn Abbas, radiallahu anhumah, he said, Ajibtu lakum ya ahl al-Iraq. I'm amazed that you, O people of Iraq, taqtuluna nabna binti Rasulillah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You killed the son of Rasul, the grandson of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Watas'aluna an dami al-ba'ud. And yet you ask us questions about the, the, the blood of a mosquito. Is it permissible for a person in Ihram to kill a mosquito? But you killed the son of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or the son of his daughter radiallahu anha. So it's only becoming upon the Muslim who comes out of this madrasa of Ramadan that he fears all sins. That he fears the major sins before the minor sins. He doesn't give preference to one over the other. He doesn't make big issues out of small issues and the small issues into bigger issues. It is incumbent upon the, the one who comes out of this month of Ramadan that he gives heed or he pays heed to that which is most important. From the madrasa of Ramadan, we saw how charitable we can be and that the shaitan, he threatens us with poverty. As shaitan, Whereas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he promises us forgiveness and his grace. So let our charity continue all year round especially that given in, in secret. For Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, That charity given in secret extinguishes the wrath of the, of the Lord. From the madrasa of Ramadan, we found that it is easy to fast from sunrise to sunset. So therefore, what stops us from fasting the rest of the recommended sunnah fast throughout the year? Ayyamul Bid, the white days of every month, Ashura, Yawmu Arafah, the ten days of Dhul Hijjah, 
and the six days of Shawwal which are coming. When Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever fasts Ramadan, then follows it up with six days of Shawwal, it is as if he has fasted the entire year. Likewise, if we fast the three days of every month, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, three days of every month is like fasting the entire year. So if we fast Ramadan, the six days of Shawwal, and three days of every year, it's as if we fasted for two years in its entirety. Subhanallah. From the madrasa of Ramadan, we gave up on so much evil, gatherings of sin and bad company, backbiting, wasting time watching TV series, listening to music. We, lo we lowered our gazes and we dressed appropriately. Instead, we spent time looking into the book of Allah, listening to his kalam being recited or to beneficial lectures. So let us maintain this good and not turn back upon our bad habits. Let us realize that the Rabb of Ramadan, that we worship in Ramadan, is the Rabb of Shawwal, the Rabb of Dhul Qa'dah, and every other month of the year. Let us not be seasonal Muslims who only worship Allah and fear Allah in certain seasons or certain places, for that is the true believer. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, وَعْبُدَ رَبَّكَ حَتَّى يَأْتِيَكَ الْيَقِينَ And worship your Lord until al-yaqeen comes to you, until certainty comes to you, which is death. So we say to those who fasted, those who stood in the night prayers, those who gave charity, those who are praying Eid, we say to you like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَطِيعُوا اللَّهَ وَأَطِيعُوا الرَّسُولَ وَلَا تُبْطِلُوا أَعْمَالَكُمْ Oh you who believe, obey Allah and obey the messenger and do not destroy your good deeds. Do not destroy your fasting. Do not destroy your qiyam. Do not destroy your sadaqat and all of your other righteous deeds. Because just like good deeds can wipe away sin, your bad deeds can overcome your good deeds. Wallahu al-musta'an. Wa kana salafu salih rahimahumullah. Hinama yantahi ramadan yusibuhumul ham. The righteous predecessors, when Ramadan came to an end, they were overtaken with sadness. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he describes them and he says, وَالَّذِينَ يُؤْتُونَ مَا آتَوْ وَقُلُوبُهُمْ وَجِلَهُ أَنَّهُمْ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِمْ رَاجِعُونَ أُولَٰئِكَ يُسَارِعُنَ فِي الْخَيْرَاتِ وَهُمْ لَهَا سَابِقُونَ Allah, he says that those who did certain deeds, they did it with their hearts that were full of fear, knowing that they will return to their Lord. It is they who raised to do good deeds, always taking the lead. And so Aisha radiallahu anha upon this ayah, she said, Are they the ones who steal? They commit zina, they drink khamar. Is this why their hearts are full of fear? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to her, La yabnata siddiq, no our daughter of a siddiq. They are those who make salah, they are those who fast and they are those who give charity. But their hearts are full of fear. Because they, they fear that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not accept their deeds. Rawahu Ahmad wa Tirmidhi. Allah, oh Allah, accept our righteous deeds. Allahumma taqabbal minna a'malana. Allahumma taqabbal minna a'malana. Allahumma taqabbal minna a'malana. Aqulu hadha al-qawl. Wa astaghfirullah al-azim li wa lakum. Wa li walidayya wa li walidikum. Wa li sairin muslimina min kulli dhanb. Fastaghfiruh. Innahu huwa al-ghafur al-rahim.
Alhamdulillahi ala ihsanih Wa syukru ala tawfiqihi wa amtinanih Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah Ta'ziman li sya'nih Wa ashadu anna nabiyyana muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Sallallahu alaihi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa sallama tasliman mazida Amma ba'd ayyuhal muslimun From the, the madrasa of Ramadan Is that we frequented the masajid We upheld our five daily salawat Without fail so know, O Muslim, that salah is the second most important pillar of Islam after our belief in the shahadatain. And it will be the first thing that you will be questioned about on the day of Qiyamah. If its condition was good in this world, everything will be good in the Akhirah. And if it was bad in this world, everything will be bad in the Akhirah. In fact, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Man alayha, Whosoever preserves his five daily salawat, it will be a nur and a proof and a savior for him on the day of Qiyamah. Whosoever does not preserve his salawat, there will be no nur for him. It will not be an evidence for him, nor a savior for him. And on the day of Qiyamah, he will be ma'aqarun with Qarun and Fir'aun and Haman and Ubay ibn Khalaf, Rawahu Ahmad. He will be with the worst of creation. Wallahu al-Musta'an. وقال الفاروق عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه لا حظ في الإسلام لمن ترك الصلاة. عمر بن الخطاب, he said, there is no shay in Islam for the one who has abandoned his salah. From the madrasa of Ramadan, and specifically for our sisters, they embraced the hijab, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordained upon them. And we urge every sister to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala regarding her awrah and to each guardian to fear Allah regarding his flock for you will be questioned about your flock. Lastly but not least from the madrasa of Ramadan we tasted the true brotherhood of the ummah which knows no boundaries and as we enjoy our Eid today in safety, in happiness, in good health with our loved ones we remember our brothers and sisters who are suffering around the globe. Be it from illness or from oppression, we are with them and we pray for them. As Ali radiallahu anhu, he said, Ad-du'a huwa silahul mu'min. That du'a is the weapon of the believer. So let us never underestimate the power of our du'a. Let us assist them where we can. Let us aid them where we can. We remember our brothers and sisters in Rohingya, in Syria, in China, in the Middle East, and of course in occupied Palestine, and as well throughout the world. Ayyuhal Ahibbah, in our khutbah today, we focused on maintaining the good done in Ramadan, and abstaining from the bad that we abstained from in Ramadan. And this is part of self-rectification. And it is self-rectification of oneself, of one's family, of one's community, which will eventually lead to the rectification of the entire ummah. We cannot remain in a state of ignorance, in a state of sin, in a community where shirk, bid'ah, and open major sin is rampant, and then expect Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to rectify our affairs. We have to do self-rectification, and then command the good and forbid the evil. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُغَيِّرُ مَا بِقَوْمٍ حَتَّى يُغَيِّرُ مَا بِأَنفُسِهِمْ That indeed Allah, He does not change the condition of a people 
until they change the conditions of themselves. Allah will not change the condition of a nation, of a people, until they change the conditions of themselves. And it's not sufficient for us to shift the blame to others across the globe, to certain leaders, to certain nations, to certain countries. Where are they? The question is, where are we? Masur ibn Abi al-Aswad, he reported, and he asked al-A'mash, who was one of the tabi'een, who studied under the hands of the Sahaba, about the ayah where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَكَذَلِكَ نُوَلِّي بَعْضَ الظَّالِمِينَ بَعْضًا بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْسِبُونَ Where Allah said, this is how we make the wrongdoers allies of one another because of their sins. He asked Al-A'mash, what have you heard about this ayah? Al-A'mash said, I heard them, the Sahaba saying, if the people become corrupt, the worst of them will be appointed over them as rulers. And Ibn Al-Qayyim rahimahullah, he said, think about the hikmah of Allah, where he made people of authority, making them a reflection of the people whom they rule over. It is as if the deeds of the ruled appear in the form of the deeds of their rulers. And he said, it's not befitting by Allah's wisdom that in our times, Ibn Al-Qayyim's time, a thousand years ago, that those assigned to authority over us be like Muawiyah or Umar ibn Abdul Aziz. Never mind Abu Bakr and Umar. May Allah be pleased with them all. The leaders of those before us were in accordance with their own condition and ranks. Our leaders are in accordance with our own condition and rank. In both cases, this is entailed by the wisdom of Allah. Therefore, O Muslimun, the rulers are seen as being the causes where in reality they are only the symptoms. Let us do what we can to benefit the Ummah. Let us not shift the blame. And that starts with self-rectification of ourselves, of our families, and of our own communities. Let us forbid the evil and instruct the good. And then let us pray for each other, for all of the Muslims, for the leaders of the ummah, for the leaders of this ummah, that Allah rectifies all of our affairs. Ameen, Rabbil Alameen. I leave you with two ahadith. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, soon the nations will invite to partake of you as diners call upon each other to a large dish. And so they said, Ya Rasulullah, will it be because we are few in number on that day? He said, no, rather you will be many on that day, but you will be like the refuse of the flood. Allah will take away fear of you from the hearts of your enemies, and Allah will pelt your hearts with wahan. So they said, Ya Rasulullah, what is wahan? And he said, Hubbud dunya wa karahiyatul maut. It is the love of this world and the dislike of death. In another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, O muhajirun, there are five things which will, you will be tested with, and I seek refuge with Allah, lest you live to see them. Immorality never appears among a people to such an extent that they commit it openly, but plagues and diseases that were never known among the predecessors will spread among them. They do not cheat in weights and measures, meaning in business, but they will be stricken with famine, severe calamity, and the oppression of their rulers. They do not withhold their zakah. 
But rain will be withheld from the sky. And were it not for the animals, no rain would fall on them. They do not break their covenant with Allah and His Messenger. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will enable their enemies to overpower them and take some of what is in their hands. Unless their readers rule according to the book of Allah and seek all good from that which Allah has revealed, Allah will cause them to fight one another. That is the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that we should reflect over. هَذَا وَصَلُّوا وَسَلِّمُوا رَعَاكُمُ اللَّهُ عَلَى بَشِيرِ النَّذِيرِ فَقَدْ أَمَرَكُمُ اللَّهُ بِذَلِكَ فِي كِتَابِهِ فَقَالَ عَزَّ مِنْ قَائِلٍ عَلِيمًا إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وارض اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن بقية الصحابة والتابعين وتابعي التابعين وعنا معهم بمنك وكرمك وإحسانك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم وكن لهم ناصرا ومعينا ومؤيدا وحفيظا اللهم وعليك بأعداء الدين فإنهم لا يعجزونك اللهم أصلح أحوال المسلمين في كل مكان اللهم أصلح أحوال المسلمين في فلسطين اللهم أصلح أحوال المسلمين في فلسطين وفي كل مكان يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم إنهم مغلوبون فانتصر لهم اللهم إنهم مغلوبون فانتصر لهم اللهم ربنا أفرغ عليهم صبرا وثبت أقدامهم وانصرهم على القوم الكافرين اللهم مكر لهم واكفهم بما شئت إن تنصرهم فلا غالب لهم وإن تخذولهم فمن ذا الذي ينصرهم من بعدك اللهم من أرادنا وبلادنا بسوء فأشغله في نفسه وجعل كيده في نحره وجعل تدميره تدبيره تدميره اللهم شتت شملهم اللهم مزق جمعهم وخرب ديارهم ودمر أسلحتهم اللهم أنزل عليهم الأعاصير المدمرة والأمراض الفتاكة اللهم أحصهم عددا واقتلهم بددا ولا تبق منهم أحدا يا قوي يا متين يا ذا الجلال والإكرام يا رب إنك على كل شيء قدير ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم اللهم تقبل صيامنا اللهم تقبل دعاءنا اللهم تقبل تقبل قيامنا وتلاوتنا القرآن وجميع أعمالنا برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم إنا نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفة والغنى اللهم أرنا الحق حقه وارزقنا اتباعه وأرنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابه يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث أصلح لنا شأننا كله ولا تكلنا إلى أنفسنا طرفة عين اللهم إنا نسألك الجنة ونستجير بك من النار برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون 
wa salamun alal mursalin walhamdulillahirabbil alamin